Is it safe to hike during hunting season? Let's find out. Hello, everybody, and happy start of autumn. Yep, it's that time of year. And our question this week comes from Bob, who asked the question about autumn hiking. Papa Bear, I love to hike, but some areas there's hunting. Is there a way we can hike and keep ourselves safe at the same time? What are your thoughts on this? Well, that's a great question, Bob, and one that we should be talking about. Many outdoor areas, hunting is permitted. If you hike in an area that has a hunting season, I would recommend you first find out what the hunting season is in that area. And then is there are, are there hikes you can take that are not in a hunting area? I want to, before I go any further, say we need to be respectful of the fact that hunters have as much a right to be out there as we do as hikers or mountain bikers or whatever it is we do in the outdoors. They they fund a lot of these projects. In many states, these conservation efforts and the, the maintenance for these areas that we, we enjoy so much, it comes from hunting and fishing licenses or tax on ammunition. So let's be respectful of their short period of time they have to do what they enjoy doing in the outdoors. Nobody owns it. We have to share it. With that said, let's continue. If, if possible, try to avoid areas where there's hunting. Research the area. I know here in New York, there are trails that are closed during hunting season. I hiked on the Loyal Sock Trail last year during hunting season and did see some hunters out walking around, out, you know, or in their tree stands. We just need to be conscious of it. And to do that, we need to conduct a certain amount of research before we head out on a trail. And, you know, it's so much easier than it was 20 or 30 years ago. Just go on your computer and type in the name of the park or the area or even that state. Most states will show you a map with colors, with coded them, what hunting seasons are and what areas. Then you can even go further and find out if the area you're hiking in, if hunting is permitted. Now, I hike in a lot of areas here where hunting isn't permitted, so it isn't really a concern. However, there are things I just do out of practice when hunting season starts or we're approaching hunting season, just as a precaution. Because it's not just to protect myself. No hunter wants to accidentally shoot somebody. That's the last thing they want to have happen. So we're, we're protecting ourselves, obviously, but you know the hunter's protecting their right to be out there and trying to avoid having a horrible accident that they'll have to live with the rest of their lives. So we, we can do these things. And let's face it, the autumn, autumn is just such a great time to hike, right? It, up here, we had stifling hot temperatures, and when it wasn't stifling hot, it was just pouring rain. So, yeah, this is great. It's finally cooling off. We want to get out and enjoy this time of year. So I went to the American Hiking Society, and I looked this up, and they have four tips for hiking during hunting season. And one is be aware, know when hunting season starts and ends in, the, in, the, in a particular area and the regulations that affect the hunting. Some states forbid hunting on Sundays. Some forbid discharging firearms for one hour after dusk or before dawn. Read up on federal, state, and local hunting regulations. Be aware that bow hunting season usually starts a few weeks prior to hunting with firearms in many areas. State Departments of Fish and Game and Natural Resources 
are good starting points for information. As I said, everybody has their information internet now. You can go to their websites. Easy to find. No matter where you live, no matter what state you're in. Be seen. This is an important one. When I talked about practices I have going into hunting season, blaze orange. And I have a blaze orange hat I wear, a blaze orange shirt, and I want I so I can be seen. It gets a little cooler, so I even have a blaze orange pullover I'll wear. They're not expensive. Heck, I went to Walmart. I think my pullover was $15, maybe $10. I don't know. But hunters recognize that blaze orange as being a person. Part of their practice and training to hunt is that, you know, they recognize blaze orange as don't shoot. Now, I know that's definitely a simplification of, of this point, but... Anybody who's ever been involved in any sort of activity where it's repetitive action or you're training for it, your mind just kind of gets in a, in a way where it just, without much thought, connects dots, okay? And that's one of them. Hunters connect blaze orange with not an animal, person. Be smart. Despite the best efforts of hunters, resource managers, and hikers, some areas are not safe to hike in during hunting season. Talk to, talk to local clubs if you can and get information from them. If you have a friend or family member that hunts, ask them some questions and be heard. If you hear hunters in the area or hear shots, speak up. A loud hiker on the trail. Get their attention very politely. Do it. But, you know, again, be respectful of the fact that we're all sharing the outdoors. I hope this helps you, Bob, because we all want to go out and enjoy the great outdoors in the autumn. For many of us, it's our favorite time of year to get out there, but we need to be safe. As I say at the end of every podcast, I want to quickly talk about my bike ride this past weekend. Special K and I went out and did a 40-mile bike ride on the DNH bike trail. We hiked from Ararat, Pennsylvania, down to Carbondale and back. These rail trails are really a treasure. This particular section we were on was a finished surface that had crushed stone on it. And had all these markers, historical markers. Uh, it's, look, fine rail trails near where you live. If you're a hiker, a biker, you're somebody just starting off, they are just a great resource. I'm hoping we'll use them because so here's the fact. If we're not using these trails that are funded by government money, that money will eventually go away. It's the old supply and demand or the, the, the power numbers that I talk about. The more we're using these, the more demand there'll be for funding when the people in the in positions of power to make those decisions are, are looking at the numbers. They could say, wow, this particular trail, lots of people are using it. We have to make sure we continue to fund it. And if there's funding to, to expand a certain trail or to make improvements on the trail, that's another thing that goes into that equation. Are enough people using this trail to warrant spending more money on it? And I want to thank the volunteers of the DNA Trail Trail. They do an incredible job down there. Yes, taxpayer money does the improvements on it and clears the way, but it's volunteers that are maintaining it. Thank you. You guys do a great job down there. All right, everybody. Get outside. Enjoy this beautiful weather we're starting to have now, and be safe while you're doing it. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, PapaBearHikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book, Or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe.
This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.